Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. So, um... I've decided to throw away the show notes, obviously. <laughs> I noticed that. And you said, what are we doing? And I said, I'm not telling yet. But it's, um, I mean, it's the show that you have to do. Okay. It's December 28th. This actually be 29th when we post this. Right. Today's December 28th. And um, we're going to do the best of. The best of. Yes. We're going to do best of for the previous year. Wow. So that will That'll make sense. That will be fun. Okay. That will make sense as we go. We do have just the tiniest bit of business uh, that we have to mention. We are on our way. Uh, well, I, as we were noticing earlier, we've got nine presentations so far that we are, or nine events that we're booked for for next year. Exactly. So With four floaters. So that's a possible 13. So far, right? <laughs> so far. And, and there will probably be some more in there. But again, the, the point to that being, if, you, if you're a fan of the podcast, but you'd like to see us live sometime, mm-hmm. if you head over to Erotic Awakening... Head over to the uh, the Dan and Dawn section, the calendar section, and you'll see where we'll be at throughout the United States and Canada in the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will also be appearing in Mexico in February. Yeah. We will not be presenting for anyone, though. We won't be presenting, so we'll still be ourselves, so we're kind of presenting, just not on purpose. <laughs> if you are a Mexican listener or a listener from Mexico, toss us an email and we'll see if we can hook up. We'll at least have a cup of... A, Abulia, which is a cool drink of a chocolate nature, but I think that's actually more Spain than it is South America. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So Mexico's a big country, so hopefully they'll be in the same area as we will. (laughs) So, Dawn, starting off the show, I'm going to start off. I will ask you first. In the previous year, ready? Yes, sir. You've gotten a variety of pictures and... (sighs) Tentacle-related things mm-hmm. in the mail and in your email. For example, I see that uh, just Secret Slave from Twitter just sent you a really interesting naked girl octopus link, mm-hmm. which I thought I didn't think you would like because that's not so much the alien tentacle monster as much as the... It's not, but it doesn't really look like a photograph either. It looks like a painting to okay. me. So it's very artistic with the way they've got it. So maybe it's the artistic part that I like. More so than the actual fantasy, grab me and take me down and use me <laughs> part of the tentacles. So, because a real octopus isn't going to take me down and use me, but um, a fantasy one does. Okay. <laughs> but that leads into our first best of 2011. You're the best, and, and you're just going to, you were just throughout the show. Okay. We're going to be... Um, 
people who are listening are going to say, oh, that's me. And other people are going to say, oh, I'm not the best. We'll just have to live with that. We'll have to live with that. And remember that, that, that I'm older and my memory is not the best. And when I'm put on the spot, <laughs> it's like, it was this one. And then 10 minutes later, it's going to be, damn, I remember that other one too. Yes, the follow-up show. We'll yes. have everything we've forgotten the first time around. So. Best tentacle-related thing mm, that you've gotten come across this year related thing so i mean the cupcake tattoo kind of stands out sure. in mind um loved the t-shirt dress and i guess the candlestick holder i loved the candlestick holder the uh, t-shirt dress from think geek i believe something and like that yeah the candlestick holder was an etsy Yes, and I, was an Etsy. I, I was going to throw out a from the Etsy as well. A uh, there was a tentacle bursting out of the wall. Yes, so that was awesome too. I would decorate my dungeon with that. <laughs> Everybody else is using medieval sconces, and yes. I've got tentacles. <laughs> do you, do you have a now that I've revealed what the topic is? Do you have a best of yet? Mm-mm. Okay, well think about it because okay. I have another one for you. Okay, ready? Okay. The best MS experience that you and I had. Over the last year? Yeah. And keep in mind, this is the year we ran for the international title. I know. This is the year our book came out. This, so. Wow. Did you just see my eyes glaze over with all the possibilities? <laughs> I got mine. <laughs> um, you know what? Within the last year, oh, that's going to make me cry. <laughs> You're already crying. You're known for giggling, not so much crying, but go ahead. Okay, so um, probably the 10th anniversary of our collaring. Okay. What? Out of all of that. I don't know, because it was 10 yeah, years. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but it was uh, 10 years. It was pretty major. It was really neat that we could have... We had our uh, the 10th anniversary of our collaring. We had it at the place where we went to our very first... first. First or second play party. I think we mm-hmm. might have hit NLA before that Yeah, one. I think NLA was first, but this one and was And we second. had a lot of people from our past that really don't, aren't part of the community anymore or part of our lives anymore, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. invited them, and they came and showed up, and that was really fantastic. Yeah, you were able to do a timeline where you showed people how they showed up at the beginning and was there to support us, mm-hmm. and you know, you pulled some people in and showed them where they were on the timeline in the middle, and then some of the new yeah. people, and that was really, really great, and um, that's the one that pops into, into my head, and it's really kind of amazing, because in the last year, if you want to go December to December, I mean... Yeah, we had GLLA step down. I think that was right after we got the the title, though. Mm-hmm. But we've had the international contest. We've had um, the step down, which is really, really hard and really, really fun. Yeah, and, um, and a fantastic MS experience as well. Yes. But uh, don't keep going through it because I don't want you to step on mine. Okay. And I would love to hear people, listeners, if you're involved in a power exchange relationship or an MS relationship, what is your favorite part of the relationship over the past year or any Mm -hmm. of this kind of stuff absolutely uh my favorite ms experience over the past year was at gla and it was not the step down but it was the time it was the point where i got to um (laughs) where uh i got to present you with your first piece of earned leather oh yeah oh my god (sighs) there's pictures of that too so yes Yes, very special and um uh, I don't know, I'm allowed to use your name. So KS from Dayton also mm-hmm. got her earned leather. Mm-hmm. And, but you were quite surprised to also be on that list. And as well as Slave Gem got her first piece of earned leather uh, in 
scantuido, which is a word I just made up to say she wasn't actually there. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, and that was very special, too. Do you, have a, do you so. have a best of yet? No. Okay. I'm still, still thinking of the ones you've given me, so... Um, I got stuff. one for you. Okay, because I think I, do, I think I do have one for you. Oh, good. Go ahead. So, okay. Out of all the people we've interviewed... What's been... <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, you got me with some toughies. I'm going to yeah. get you with one. What, what was the best of? I mean, we've had great interviews with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And I don't want anybody to feel bad that they're not going to be, you know... Oh, no, no, no. And, here, and I've got so. a, a number of people come to mind right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go... I'm just going to go... And, and, I, and I'm sure if I look past at the 48 or so episodes that we did... And probably about 40 interviews, I go, oh, I can't believe I didn't say this one. But the one that got me, the one that struck me when you asked. Uh-huh. Oh, man, that's hard. There's two people on top of my list. Right. And I want to take one of yours. I'm going to say Nailin. Yes. Nailin is uh, what just so stunned me that he, well, good Lord. Now I want to back up and say, but what about... Well, if you don't pick Nailin, I'm picking Nailin. <laughs> okay. Good, good. You can have Nailin. I've got Nailin. Because yeah. I'm going to back off Nailin at the moment okay. and go with Lady Elsa. Yes. Because, not because it was such a fantastic interview, mm-hmm. which it was a good interview, but it was for me. It spoke to me and it gave me this third part of a missing puzzle that right. I was looking for. Right. So, and seeing Nailin, the reason I would pick him is because he helped me, <laughs> of all things, understand what I like about tentacle sex. <laughs> so yeah. he, he was able to break that down. So I guess the people, I mean, I love interviewing everybody, but it just really strikes home. And, and I'm sure it's like this for the, the listeners, too. The ones that they're going to remember right. are the ones where it really struck home for them and helped them figure out a piece or give them an aha moment. You know, when Nailin broke down that whole tentacle sex thing and and, um, you know, really was able to just ask the right questions to break it down to where it was, it was in a ha, but it still didn't take away the, the, the fun of the fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though now I know what's kind of behind the tentacle sex, you know, fetish, um, I can still keep it. <laughs> it didn't ruin it for me. Oh yeah. And that's, <laughs> and that's what was fun with it. You know, uh, it, he made it fun as well, as well mm-hmm. as exploring. Now I, I, we may not. Do a best of, but during an interview, best laugh would would be uh, Daddy W from Seattle. Is it Mm -hmm. Daddy W? Yeah, yeah, Wendell. Wendell, right? Daddy Wendell from Seattle. Mm -hmm. Best laugh on the podcast. (laughs) Yours, not including your own laugh, of course. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's was so Mo has been able to make me snort (laughs) (laughs) twice in one episode. You know what? I I have to put a quick side note in there for uh, worst. Job of producing a podcast goes to me for last week's episode. There are some terrible, well, it wasn't horrible, but there are some audio issues with that episode. I've got those worked out. I apologize. Let's move forward. Best, That's pretty good for however many episodes you've put together. Best apology on the podcast. That one. <laughs> but All right, Don. Ready? Yes, sir. Best of 2011. Best orgasm. Of 2011? Yes. On the show? Because <laughs> I Not only know one on the show. Oh, my God. Best orgasm. They're all good. Um, God, I'm just thinking of the last time we had sex. I'm learning how to become an energetic multi-girl. 
Um, <laughs> wow, baby. That's what I'm going to have to go with okay. is our, no, is our last one. Okay. Good. Or my last one. I don't remember if you were. <laughs> I am going to go with, and this, I'm, I'm sure that it, I don't track my orgasms that well, but I'm going to go with the, um, you had just come back from Indianapolis and we held off on really talking about it. Oh, Yeah. And we were laying there, and I was really tired. And you were like, "Oh, do you really? Do you want any details?" Because <laughs> you know where this is going. Yes. And I was like, oh, "I'm just too tired. Just give me the really short Reader's Digest." Version. Right, and and keep it monotone. Yes, keep it monotone. No heavy details. Right. Well, as um, I don't know, listeners may or may not know, my kink apparently is hearing. <laughs> You tell me about your adventures away from our bedroom, uh-huh. and um, regardless of how monotone you tried to keep it and how tired I was, uh, parts of me were not at all tired, and parts only... of me dragged the rest of my body on top of you and um, let you finish the story that way. Exactly. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> so really, I should, I should also give kudos to the Indianapolis... <laughs> Involved people for helping me to assist the best orgasm of 2011. Yay! <laughs> Next. Oh, gosh. So, best of. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you want me to take another one while you think? Oh, my God. You're creative. You've got, some, yes, you've got all kinds of pulling questions Pulling these out of my up. ass. My memory must be worse than yours. Um, best of, best of, best of. Uh, uh, uh. George moment. Taking George, uh, George is, of course, the huge purple tentacle dildo. That is still in hiding. That is still in hiding. Um, I think taking George to the book signing. When Six <laughs> Stories and Power Exchange came out, we took him to the local munch yes. and took him to a book signing. Yes. And we have pictures of him at the book signing. I will say that is my, you, you would think, one of my best George moments. I will say, though, a runner up to that would be finding out that George is not is actually a wonderful sex toy. Mm-hmm. A very erotic little sex toy. Mm-hmm. So my favorite moment with George is seeing how erotic of a sex toy he is on videotape. <laughs> I guess it's not videotape no. anymore, is it? But it is video. <laughs> yes. The next time we have a contest, that's where people can win. <laughs> oh, God. I only saw a couple of, a minute or two of it, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, Close enough. But, but you filmed it. And then you showed it to me while we were still playing. And yes. that was just kind of hot because yes. I got to see George and then I got to see what George looked on. <laughs> really interesting aspect for those technology people out there. iCloud, of course, when you take a video with your iPad, it immediately shows up on all, throughout the cloud on all your devices, including the device really that you take careful. to work. So that's interesting. You have to be careful with that one. <laughs> yes. All right. You ready? This is a toughie. Okay. Best podcast episode that we didn't host. Yeah. Um, actually, I've got one on oh, that. Oh, good, good. So um, it was by Lee, mm-hmm. Lee Harrington, and he had us and Mo on it. Yeah. And it was the um, Just How to Say Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with that, the Just How to Say Yes and, and allow experiences to happen in your life. So, you know, I got to caveat that with I don't think you have to say yes to everything just because, but a little more accepting of saying yes. (laughs) 
So that would be the one I have to go with. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with that same one, to be honest. A, because we're on it. I think that helps to me to remember that one. But mm-hmm. it, it's been really neat to see the uh, BSing with Barrick and Sheba, to see their show grow. And they're getting mm-hmm. much more comfortable with what they're doing. Uh, as I produced that show, it was, you know, the first time we did it, I was like, relax, don't do that, don't do this. And they're like, oh, pause, cut that out, cut that out, pause this part. I was like, no, we're not, we don't need to do that stuff. Just roll. Just right. f- and so it's been neat to see them get more comfortable with more it. More comfortable, yeah. Um, we certainly had to go through that phase. Yeah. And, and Lee is taken to this like a fish to water, so to speak. <laughs> um, so that's been a fantastic journey. Hard to say with Molina and uh, Sir Top and Bonnie. They're you know, still new. So we'll, have, we'll see how it shakes out with them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll get the bug uh, as much as we have. I'm going to go with that same episode. Again, old podcast listeners, that would be a lot of fun for us if you posted on the Erotic Awakening FetLife site what your favorite episode of, of uh, 2011 was. And feel free to pick an episode that Dan and Don are in, or <laughs> at least or host it even. That would be okay. But really, pick your favorite one. It's been neat as we've traveled around. We've met a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, I listened to Erotic Awakening. That's the Lee Harrington podcast. Mm-hmm. Or they have found the podcast because of Lee or because of Barak and Sheba. So that's, right. there's no, it's wonderful not to have an ego attached to that and to say, oh, boy, we started. You know, I, it just it brings me great joy to have them associated with and to host the episodes. So there's no ego attachment there. No. Got one? Um... Well, I do. Okay. What was your favorite book signing? So we've been to a couple events now where we've done book signing. Yeah. Or it could be a, a personal or it doesn't have... So whatever. What? I would... So in the previous year, you and I became authors. And mm-hmm. we've actually, we bore two books. Mm-hmm. Um, the first being Living MS, a book about master-slave power exchange relationships. Right. And, and, you know, best book of 2011. I would vote on that one personally. <laughs> because it's very passion-filled. And, and the reviews that we've gotten on it reflect that it yes. certainly speaks to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we published Sex Stories and Power Exchange, which was also a part of our story that we needed to tell. Yes. Um, but I would say my favorite book signing, and I know which one I should go with, but I'm not going to. I'm going to mm. go with when we went to Camp Kink. And Camp Kink is an event here in mm-hmm. the Ohio area. It's an outdoor camping event. There's no real, there's normally not classes. Now, they asked us to come in and do a class. Right. And I think one other person might have did a class. And then at night, they did a fire flogging thing. But it's mm-hmm. not, it's a relaxicon sort of thing. Right. And we rolled in there, and we'd just come back from GLLA, and we had maybe 10 books on us, and we thought we'd sell three. That was what our guess was at best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Because it wasn't that kind of event. Right. And um, I, I just it just felt really, really nice to do the presentation that we did, and one after the other, after the other, after the other, mm-hmm. we... Um, Sold book after book after, you know, and, and it, it was just, again, this whole book thing is not a money maker for you and no. I. It's, it's, but it was very fulfilling to say, to have touched so many people, even people that don't necessarily identify as power exchange couples, but just as relationships. 
I think that's the timer. <laughs> that could be the timer. I'm sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. So, um, yeah, so that's my answer. Best Look. book, favorite book signing. And again, it's not it's, it, for me, that's going to be my favorite book signing of 2011. So, understood. And, and it was neat because we actually ran out of books. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And then, you know, I guess I'm going to pick an event too. But my favorite book to sign was the first one. So, and um, that was a house member that got her book before we got our first copy <laughs> right. of the book. And she walked in with it and didn't realize we didn't have a physical copy yet. So she walked in with it. And I'm just like, can, 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 can I just hold it? And I kind of like <laughs> held it the rest of the evening and kind of stroked it like it was George. <laughs> and then we got to sign it. And that was just a really, really awesome experience. Uh, really awesome. Um, the event I'm going to go with is going to be Kinky College. Mm-hmm. And just sitting at the table with um, Jack Ranella and... Molly Devon. Molly Devon and then a few others. Mm-hmm. So, and... Um, you know, Barbara Carlos, David and, Lawrence. Yeah, and, 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 you know, some of these people we've known for years, like Barbara. And, you know, a lot of people we highly respect. And Molly Devon did Screw the Roses, Send Me the Thorns, which is the first book we even recommend to people. Sure. And um, to be sitting there with them was really, really awesome. And to be sitting there with them and feeling really, really humble. Uh-huh. You know, these people have been around, some of these, for a really long time. And... um it felt kind of weird, and it felt kind of neat, and it felt kind of awesome, mm-hmm. and it felt kind of, hmm, do I really belong here? Right. But as people came up and said, oh, my God, you know, what you guys have experienced, this is exactly what I'm going through. And knowing that all we did was write our experience and put it into a book, mm-hmm. and that's what it was, and kind of just went with the flow with that one. I think I liked that one because of the 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 differences and experiences that I had with it sure. because I really didn't get the feeling of, "Whoa, I'm now up here with these right. people." You know, it was very very humbling. So, but uh you know, it was good stuff. I I totally agree and um it's been just just a very uh stunning humbling experience the whole mm-hmm. way through absolutely um, absolutely all right next one okay and this is kind of a lead into this one and this one is going to get us fucked <laughs> we're, we're just going to get fucked over by Not answering this question okay. because Uh-oh. we're going to be, because there's going to be about 12 people that say oh i thought i would be oh ready um best event 2011 wow best event 2011 how many did we go to Ass load. Whew. And... and and you know what? I'm even going to modify it because I don't want to say it's the best event because that implies it was the best produced, best directed, any of that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what your the the experience that made it the best personal experience event for you. Okay. Did that help? So, <laughs> well, it kind of helps, but I kind of. I want to rule out two of them, I guess, because of what else was going on, even though I think they were really good events. And that was GLLA. Mm -hmm. Love GLLA. But it was a little colored because that was our step-down speech and stuff like that. But I still think that's a great event. And that that was going to stay in my head. Um, 
the one, the international okay. contest again. I think that was a great event. <laughs> Fuck it, I have no clue. All I remember is I got to kneel a lot next yes, to you out you in the out in the uh, lounge area. So that kind of made it really cool, and you know, just the whole experience with the contest. So those two, I really think they're great events. But I think this year they were a little colored by by other things that were going on. So. Damn. <laughs> Dan sees me here mouthing different events. Like, was it this one? Was it that one? Would it help if I do mine? Probably. I might step on yours, though. I might color your opinion. Oh, I don't know, because I got a different one popping. Oh, I got a different one popping into my head. Dude, go ahead. Babylon Rising. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I just went through all the leather ones and the kink ones, and Babylon Rising what? just popped into my head. Cut to the flesh tent. <laughs> The best, oh, that, see, that makes it, that's one of the top for the best orgasms, yes, too. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. I, I certainly, matter of fact, I would easily erase my earlier comments <laughs> to go best comment. Interesting, because your event and my event, very similar, well, well, we'll get to mine, but the interesting thing about your event is Babylon Rising is not a leather event. Mm-mm. It is not a BDSM event. It is not a kink event. There was some kink there, but it was ritualized into sacred sexuality. Yes. So got to meet Donald Michael Craig, mm-hmm. got to uh, spend time with Terra Incognita, you know, great time with that. Got to see um, our POTQ leader, uh, the one that took over our, our uh, POTQ level one, got to watch her do a, a, a sacred touch tent in a slightly different manner mm-hmm. than what we usually do it with Scarlet Sanctuary. Got to be around the pagan fire while they've got drama ritual going on. Got to wear our leathers and smoke a cigar around the fire on the last night. And some people actually knew what that was and came yeah. up and talked to us. And there was just such a blend of people and crickets and frogs and i just love our haven yeah it was, it's amazing um i'm gonna go best event personal experience wise mm-hmm. and i actually uh, i will uh we have a, we just talked about this recently with one of the people involved and it was trans camp out yes and the reason i'm gonna go trans camp out is is um and i can tell you that you know there are some things i don't like about uh, the weather was hot mm-hmm. there were some bugs at night uh, none of that's important to me, Mm-mm. you know. The reason that Trans Camp Out was the event that I'm going to pick on um, was because it was the most, it was a really great experience for me to show up in an event and be the minority, to be mm-hmm. the, not the outsider, but to, because I was never treated like an outsider. I was always treated with openness and acceptance, but it was neat to be at an event that was not intended for me. Right. You know, the event was... And we were, we were invited to come out there to present. They, mm-hmm. they knew who we were, and it's, that's fine. But it, it was just a wonderful, transformative experience for me to walk into a place where I was... Um, and again, I, I, the, the word's tricky. I don't want to say outsider because I was never treated that way. But I was not... I was the minority. Right. You know? Um, so that was, that was a wonderful experience. And, 
and and the food was fantastic and the event itself it overall everything fantastic but, so that's the one i'm going with so also <laughs> kind of neat that we both picked camping events yet most of the events we do are hotel events and i hate camping no so, i don't hate camping camping's okay yeah cha- it can be challenging mm-hmm. uh, we love the pop-up though we love the pop-up because so. we don't like camping that much apparently <laughs> um yeah so. we don't do the tent we do the pop-up but uh but you know what babylon rising wasn't an event that's an event we've put off for a while because that's an OTO event, yes. which is high ceremonial magic. You know, it's got a little side that's now got sacred sexuality, which is where we fit in. We're not really the 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 high ceremonial magic sure. type of people that we understand it. Some of it, but uh, again, it was just it was fun. <laughs> and I think it's you know, and I want to point this out for people, and and really, I want to point this out in case. Jason or Barrick oh, or absolutely. Howie Z or uh, other present yeah, producers are yeah, listening. Yeah, Sir Top and yeah, yeah. Going, well, gee, and Sir Top's a great example. Saying, well, gee, you, you guys seem to have a great time at Beyond Leather. We had a great time mm-hmm. at Beyond Leather. The, um, but as those guys will know, you know, these are great events. I love the uh, adventures and sexuality events right here in our backyard. Absolutely. But. You know, the reason we're picking these is because they are out of our element. They're out of our norm. They're different. You know, we're going to a um, an event on the way, you know, where I had to remember. Is it Crowley or Crowley? Crowley or Crowley? I can't remember. <laughs> Crowley how you... like Crowley like Holy. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, so we did that one and that one. Ready? You're going to hate this one. Oh, no. You told me I was going to hate the last one, and I kind of did. The, the memories were great. Best movie. Best movie? Yes. <laughs> Best movie? Best movie. Oh my God, that's a thinker. Uh. <laughs> I, I assume that means you came up with one. Maybe, because um, I, I'm not much for uh, Hollywood movies at all. Mm-hmm. I don't do dating movies. I don't do girly movies. Even the adventure movies aren't that great anymore. Um, you know, but I got some giggles out of the Muppet movie. <laughs> it was a little slow in some places, but I cried in a couple of places. <gasps> I cried on Aliens and Cowboys. That wasn't a bad movie either. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, because we've got a little artsy movie house here too. So I was yeah. trying to think what we had seen there, but uh, it's the Muppet movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like yourself, I'm, uh, we, we're not big fans of the big Hollywood blockbuster movies. Right. I've seen some of them, and generally, they're entertaining while I'm sitting there and mm-hmm. forgettable when I walk out the door. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I thought Cowboys and Aliens was a good movie. I enjoyed yeah, that. It, it doesn't was, get good it was reviews, good, but I yeah. enjoyed that. I, I did. I cried. I didn't cry. <laughs> I, but I did. thought it was a good movie. I don't know what part you cried over. Uh, it doesn't matter. Muppet movie, I agree, also. I happen to enjoy the Muppet movie. It's a reflection that I perhaps were old. I cried with that one, too, yes. when they sang The Rainbow Connection. <laughs> Um, but I'm in, actually I am gonna go old uh, art housey. I am gonna go with the uh, now I'm, I'm afraid I may not be may not seen it this year though. I, which, one, so, which one was it? I'm gonna say it anyway. It's not from this year, but it's Mick Max M I C M A C S. It is a French movie. Uh, was that the um, circus people? Uh, yeah, but, well, not necessarily circus people. The guy got bullet in his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking of the movie by um, the director of Brazil, Terry Gillum, with the guy who played the Joker who just died. See, we just don't do a lot of things. 
very well at all. There were uh, some enjoyable movies, and I'm sure as we look back, we'll go, oh, man, I forgot, I forgot that one. I but know. again, we're not big on the whole. Uh, you know what? I, at the point of watching Captain America, I was like, uh, we get it, heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping the conglomerate one, the Avengers. The Avengers. Yes. I'm hoping that's good. That's why I watched Captain America, so I could figure out how it all worked in together. But uh, we'll see. We have a little more time. It is your turn. It is my turn. I don't know. I have one then. Um. Oh. Oh. Oh shit. <laughs> that's an interesting look. What was your favorite scene? Over the last year. Easy, easy one. I've got the one yeah. when it comes right to the band. Um, you and I went to a dungeon in Chicago mm-hmm. at the uh, Sensations. Was it Kinky College or Sensations? Yeah, it was uh, Kinky College. And um, we walked around as we do because I want a particular spot. Mm-hmm. Now, if you haven't been to one of these big events, uh, there's normally, I would say there's probably about 15, 16 stations or you can set up and play and have enough elbow room to play. And it, maybe it, more than that. I at don't this know. one, that dungeon's huge. I would say 30 at least. And there's actually two, three separate, four separate dungeons now that I think about because it. Because there's at least four, eight, nine, ten, ten spanking benches that I can come up with right off the top of my head. So there's so plenty there's of space. But of, we yeah. wanted just the right space. So we walked mm-hmm. around, walked around, walked around. We're a little picky with our energy yeah. flow. <laughs> couldn't find a good spot. Finally found a spot that happened to be in front of a big speaker, and you and I had this weird, dragging, knockdown, growly sort of scene that hardly involved any toys and was completely unconventional. Mm-hmm. And that by far, I would, uh, that is absolutely it my favorite scene. It started out with dancing cuffs together. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> so yes, that was, that was really, really neat. And I think, see, that one was the first one that popped into my head, too. I loved how it started with dancing. I love how it's like, okay, well, we kind of need a spanking bench because of of my physical issues, hip, knees, you know, things like that. And I couldn't find one, couldn't find one, couldn't find one. And then just one popped out of nowhere, but it didn't really look comfortable. And then you just handcuffed me, which would usually freak me out when you handcuff me to you. You know, the idea of you putting on a wrist cuff would usually freak me out. And mm-hmm. I kind of, you, you kind of like started putting it around your wrist and I could feel my heart starting to go a little bit. I don't know what causes that, but that's okay. But you put it on your wrist and you needed my help to buckle it. And I just remember leaning down and kissing it <laughs> to let you know it was okay. You know, that I wasn't going to freak yeah. out or anything. And then you clipped the other one to me and just started pushing and pulling and dancing. And, oh, yeah. And then... Yeah, and then the cane got brought out, and it was caning me while we were dancing. And then it was, yeah, knockdown, drag out, <laughs> takedown scene. It was awesome. And then the last one we did at uh, St. Louis, remember? We had the, uh, oh, these all seem oh, to involve yeah. all takedown right now. Though we are, we have done sensual scenes before. We do do sensual scenes. We do do spanking. We do do caning. We do do, do do. We do a lot of that type <laughs> of stuff, you know. But, um... The last one at St. Louis, there was a wrestling mat with bean bags, and we took the bean bags and put them all the way around the yeah. wrestling mat so that we would stay on the mat. But then you put my hood on me, so I was just in panties and a hood, purple hood, purple panties. <laughs> and you had your hood on, which uh-huh. you can see through. It's more for aesthetic. It's more, it's more like a, a key. It's it's it shifts. It's like mm-hmm. a shape shifting sort of thing. Sure. So you had yours on, and um, then you were only dressed from the waist up. That was cool. All you were wearing was a shirt. You were naked from the waist down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just so cool because it ended up being a fight. 
Yeah. You know, and this was the first time, because usually I don't resist during a fight. It's very empowering to me to have enough control to surrender mm-hmm. and submit and and allow you to completely take me without me fighting back, you know? And it's, it's harder than it sounds, you know? It's not a limp dish rag thing by any means. And, um, but this time I fought back a little bit, which would usually, I, usually I would think, oh shit, I fought back a little bit. But you actually spoke into the scene and said, you know, fight back, give it to me. Yeah. And it was like, oh, he just gave me permission. So I still don't know that I can go all out, but I'm not going to feel bad about doing this either. Right. Right. So, and it just was very intense. I totally agree. That was, a, that was a wonderful scene as well. And one of the keys to both those scenes and the keys to any of our scenes anymore is they, they don't have, they have beginnings, but they don't have middles or endings scripted out beforehand. They just right. happen. Right. This one you're talking about. One of the first things I did was body tackle you, which we never do. Right. And so that was pretty right. interesting. And I loved how you were able to do that. I had no clue it was coming. I mean, I felt energy coming at me, but I didn't know that's what you were doing. And to be able to tackle me forcefully like that and not mm-hmm. hurt me just still blows my mind. Sure. So, and then the little added element of I really had to watch where my knees went because you're naked from the waist down and I can't see anything. Right. <laughs> so you have to be very, very, very aware energetically. It, it's just kind of neat. It, it's, it's, it's very hard to explain, but... Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so you have a question, sir? Yes. Well, no, I have a statement. The best Uh-oh. listener of the podcast in 2011 is the one that went out to rate us on iTunes, tweeted about <laughs> us, or liked us on Facebook. Indeed. Um, we very much appreciate that, and we would hate to find out that Artist on Crack has higher ratings on <laughs> iTunes than we do. Exactly. So exactly. That's Can't that. have that. So. I do have another one, though. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. Best presenter of 2011, not including you or I, obviously. Oh. You know, it's actually a little difficult because I try to make myself go to a workshop when I go to events now. And I don't always get a chance to do it. Um, Wow, that makes me Rolodex through my head. Who did I actually get to see (laughs) over the last year? One of the downsides of us going to all these events and teaching at these events is we always know when the class that we really want to go to is going to happen because we'll be booked at the same time. That's just the way it happens sometimes. Just the way it happens. God, I know I saw workshops over the years. Yes, and you're going to kick yourself when... When, when uh, you mention which yes. one I'm forgetting. Oh, God, i got so much stuff crammed into this brain. We're very fortunate that we get to see a variety of great presenters along the way. And Indeed. The funny thing is we have a lot of friends that are great presenters that we don't get to see present. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I can't tell you the last... No, I can't tell you the last time I saw... But I can't tell you that I've ever seen Lady Elsa. Uh, last time I've seen Barak and Sheba present. The la- you know, just all these people that we right. know. that um, Even Lee. I mean, it's been over a year since yeah, we've seen Lee. I don't know if it's been over a year since we've been to Bramblewood. Uh-huh. Two, oh. ma- two Mays ago. A okay. year and a half. Yep. Um, um, has it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, I'm going to go... Um, and I don't know if it was the best presentation, but I was very impressed leaving this presentation because this person's personality is very much like mine. Mm-hmm. And I found that rather weird. Oh, that should ring a bell. So I'm going to go David Michael Craig. 
Yeah. And David Michael Craig, uh, for listeners who don't know, is a uh, author of a variety of... Donald. Donald Michael Craig. Oh, what did I say? David? I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry, Donald. <laughs> um, Donald Michael Craig is the author of Modern Sex, sex Magic. magic mm-hmm. and um, I think it's Modern Magic and Modern Sex Magic. So uh, of a variety of uh, pagan sort of magic-based mm-hmm. sexual and non-sexual books. Mm-hmm. Um, an interesting thing for our uh, listeners out there that are pagans or are not pagans, that one of the thing, interesting things about pagans is that they tend to be very, some are very, very well studied in history, mm-hmm. in theory, and uh, the thing that I enjoyed about Donald's presentation is he is very intelligent and very well versed in everything that he talks about, but, you, but it's very conversational, just the same, yes. right? Um, it's never a lecture. It would never felt like he was lecturing us. It never felt like he was telling us this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. He was saying, here's my experience. Here's some interesting factual historical information that mirrors my experience. Mm-hmm. Isn't that neat? Yeah. And, and it was cool. And he had a good time doing it. So that's... And you could tell with the way he alluded to some stuff that he had more knowledge than he was actually letting on. Yeah, absolutely. Until he felt comfortable with... Um, the kink knowledge yeah. <laughs> of the people that were in his workshop. Right. So that was really amazing. You're right. That was that was a great one. And that is who I was thinking of that sounded a lot like you. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. So I liked his workshop. And uh, Are you going to punt and pick Donald as well? Uh, no, I, I am. I absolutely agree with that one. And this one, hopefully you can remember her name. Oh. And it's kind of funny because you picked Donald Michael Craig from yeah. Babylon Rising. Yes, yes. So it's your presenter, my event. And I'm going to pick from your best of event. Oh. So Trans Camp Out. Right. And I'm thinking her name was Anne. And she did the workshop on yes. anchors yes. and collapsing anchors and all of that type of stuff. And even though it was um, sitting outside under the trees and very, I don't even know that she presents anywhere yep. else, but um, I learned so much in that class. It gave words to stuff that I was already doing mm-hmm. and stuff that I already teach. I just didn't have those specific words. You know, I was teaching more from my experience than from an academic base yeah. and she gave me those academic words and I went oh, I've got power <laughs> <laughs> I know how to fix a couple of things in my life mm-hmm. now because you know she's she's giving me this knowledge I agree that was the Domina Ann I believe is the name I you're looking for I think that is her name and I agree that was a, a great one as well uh, so just about out of time so we're going to have to make these ones quick okay uh, we did best listener Don, ready? <gasps> Best game, 2011. Best game? Yep. Best game. <laughs> I like the game that we did at our uh, day-long intensive. Okay. So what have we decided to name that? Do these chats th- make my ass look fat? I think so. I think that is the current <laughs> name. It's kind of the uh, BDSM game show. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going Skyrim. <laughs> Is our current game that we play the hell out of. Yes. And uh, just to knock these out really quickly, um, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do best date that wasn't Dan. Okay. Okay, don't. That would be, 
because you may want to repeat the second best date, which the person may not want to repeat if you're like, exactly. oh, how, where am I on your list of 2011? Well, yeah, because the, the list is kind of short. You know, yeah. I haven't dated a lot over the last year, so the list is kind of short. So everybody's at the top. Well, there you go. <laughs> best product that we've reviewed on the podcast. George. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> Although I thought you enjoyed the, uh, the what was the Tantra CD? Ananudra? Oh, yeah, I did. I yep. love the Tantra CD. And that was uh, Patricia Mike. No, it's Mark Michaels and Patricia Johnson. Right. But no, George obviously hands down. George hands not down. Not even a pause. In though breath. there was also, uh, we had a lot of Maui kink stuff. Over the last year or two, the bamboo paddles. Yeah, that and coconut the rope got a lot coconut of play. Rope, exactly. So, hell, even the rug beater got a swat. Don't know that it's my favorite, but it's definitely got its place. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, and that's all I got. Do you have any other best stuff? I can't think of any. Mm-hmm. Nope, I think I'm done. Of course, some are going to come to mind later, but you know what? And if anybody else has any best of questions for us that they would like to hear answered, there's a plethora of ways of getting or, a hold of us. There are. There or, are. Or. Uh, well, let's talk about that. You, for example, there's the Got Comment form on the Erotic Awakening website mm-hmm. or the Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com email address. I but s- a lot of fun. I think would be is if listeners called into our voicemail 206 309 0054 and say, My best of 2011, fill in the blank, right? My mm-hmm. best scene, my best orgasm, my best this, oh. my best that of 2011. Then we'll play them on the next episode. That would be absolutely awesome. So 206 309 0054 to get Don's stomp stamp of absolutely <laughs> awesome. Indeed. So, and you know what? We've actually, um, we've got all of these ways of contacting us, but we've actually organized a way of getting our information out to other people as well. So we just created a mailing list. If you head over to eroticawakening.com, on the left-hand side, you will see a little envelope-looking thing. Mm -hmm. So you can, uh, clicking on that will do what? Clicking on that will subscribe you to our mailing list, and you won't. It's not like something that's going to be in your mailbox every day. No. So I just sent out a holiday card to people. Yeah. And you might get little special offers or be told of little happenings that are happening before other people even know of them happening. Or you, know, you, you say like that, that very you say that very alluringly or subtly. I will make a statement of fact. <laughs> Those on the mailing list will hear about something that's coming up that we've been. Um, Hemming and hauling. Hemming and hauling. I'm mentioning here and there. They'll hear about it before anybody else does. Yes. But, you know, don't feel any pressure. So, indeed. Anything else? Um, la, 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 looking through the stuff. Nope. <laughs> we I have think... 50 minutes to be at our next That's presentation. That's what I was going to so... say. So, we need to grab dinner on the way or hit Starbucks, and we are off to the Monkey <laughs> Puzzle Club. That's dinner tonight, huh? Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks and a Rice Krispie treat. Well, there you go. <laughs> Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>